Yo, Dean Harrison, it's like 10.30 in the morning. I am fucking five drinks deep. I am working. If Harris needs some moral support, send him down to Orange County and I'll tickle his balls. No big deal. Nothing rough. Just a ball tickle. I don't know what Harrison's going through. I'm a little back on the uh, podcast, so I'll find out what's going on. I'll smack him around. I'm eating an Egg McMuffin. Rock and roll, brother. Both you. Love you. Sorry about your cat, D. Broke my heart. Rock and roll. <laughs> Listen, living, listening to Synchronon. Sick and Ron. Yes. You're listening to Sick and Ron. The Sick and Ron, the world source for antisocial commentary. Scumbags. Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. One of your hosts, D. Simon. I'm Harrison. It's cracking there, Harrison. <sighs> you know. Just uh, dealing with it, huh? Dealing with it. Dealing I'm with dealing it. with life. How's, uh, how's the gold teeth? It's been a week. How's it, how's it going with that? They're good. I like them. Have you uh, been receiving good feedback? I have. Really positive feedback? People like them. The ladies like them. The ladies like them? Yeah, yeah. I like that picture you posted on Facebook. Yeah. Look, uh, very maniacal. I look I, far leprechaun more. Leprechaun in the hood. I look far. <laughs> <laughs> I come from the land of the Irish Spring. No, uh, I uh, I look far more dangerous than I actually am. I th- yeah, I them, think so. It definitely, is, uh, which is good. It definitely gives out that image. Yeah, yeah. So image of uh, hmm. you know, this person is, um, you know, he's uh, someone who could just fly off the handle in a heartbeat. Right. You know? Unpredictable. Yeah. It's good. It's good luck. I'm, you know, I'm unpredictable, but it's. More so, like you don't know when I'm just gonna walk away and go lie down. Yeah, That's, maybe you get you tired. Know, or I something. might be like, "Fuck it, fuck like, you. you." I'm gonna go lie um, down. Fuck you guys. You know, I noticed uh, we're almost wearing the same shirt. I know. I don't like this. Yeah, I the, don't like it. The goth cowboy look. I've been rocking that look since like probably 1996. Yeah. Well, I don't have the stupid lines. On oh my, yeah, yeah. You don't yeah, have. You're not so, the like. Yeah. I, I I would probably be like the rodeo clowns. All right. Yeah. Not. Well, I have plenty of shirts just like that. Okay. Okay. Those are good everyday shirts though. They are fine. You know, I kind of yeah, like it. I like fine. the clasps, easy yeah. access. Um, you know, I, I've been breaking out my my vintage collection lately. You know, is that a vintage yeah. cowboy shirt? I have. Yeah, I have. A, Very stylish. Is that a cowboy shirt? You <laughs> that is a, a cowboy shirt. No, it isn't. It just has a. Button. It's got the black buttons. It's got buttons. Those are. That's what cowboys wear. Cowboys, no, they do. No, and then it wasn't in the cowboy buttons. section. It wasn't in the cowboy section. What section was it in? I don't know the vintage shirt section. <laughs> they had a cowboy section. It wasn't the in, cowboy. I remember when I bought this, it's a yeah. western look with the class buttons. Um, only if you wear a bolo tie. That is true. You know? Are you going to start doing that? If Maybe I ever look- move to New Mexico, which I kind of want to someday, I could see that look like Dennis Hopper, yeah, yeah. blue velvet. Yeah, got the gold teeth. Uh-huh. <laughs> that, that might work. Anyway, uh, anyway, yeah. um, quick question. Right. How old were you? When you moved out of your parents' house? 18. You were 18? 18. Uh, was that just to go to college? Go to college, yeah. Okay. Would, was there a, a a point where you made the decision, like, I want to go to college? Or was it like your parents were like, you have to go to college and move out of the house at 18? Yeah, I don't think I had an option. I think that was pretty it was much like an ultimatum. Was. Yeah, yeah, kind of. So what yeah. if you're like, I don't I feel mean, like I mean, if I was college. like, I don't want to go to, I probably could have made an argument for that. 
You know, could you have been like, I want to take a gap year well, and parent, just kind of get my, my life together? Are like second generation immigrants, so I don't know if they would have. They they probably were still of the opinion that you had to go to college, even though now in the world you don't have to go to college. Well, no, now it's fine. yeah, now it's yeah. fine. You can go you can go to yeah. like coding school for right. two weeks and yeah. make more money than both you and I combined. Right. Sure. Um, but yeah, so I, I remember like when I. When I turned 18, it was just, you know, my dad was like, you're moving out of the house 18, going to school. Yeah. And he, he was planning, like he was planning on what he was going to do with my room. Yeah. Like that was already like, it's, it's like, you're never going to move back here. I see. We're not going to keep your room preserved like it was the day you left. That room's gone now. That's my rabbi exercise room or something. You know, it's like he had no plans on, or intention of me ever moving back. And then I was thinking like later on in life, after I went to college or moved to uh, Chicago or moved to San Francisco, I don't think my dad would have wanted me to come back at any point. Hmm. Like, I don't know what would have happened if I was like, all of a sudden lost my job down to my luck. Like, I remember in San Francisco when I got laid off, like 2001, and for a year just doing odd jobs before I became a strip club DJ, couldn't find work. I actually contemplated, I'm like, I wonder what would happen if I told my dad, like, I'm moving back to Detroit. Yeah. I'm going to move in with you for a little while. He would not have been happy. Huh. Even though he had more than enough room, I don't think you, I think I would have cramped his style. See, my mother would be delighted if I were to move back. Could you move back now though at the age of like, what oh, are yeah. you, like 38? Yeah. So if you called your mom I might now, have to. I very well might have to, dude. <laughs> Honestly, the way things are going, it's really possible. It's you, really possible. Do you think yeah. she would be like welcoming? Oh yeah. She'd be thrilled. She would be thrilled. She would be thrilled in. until the day that she heard a dim creaking of the beams and found my body hanging from the rafters of the <laughs> attic above the garage. <laughs> that and, she'd uh, be thrilled until that day. And you know? uh, what tiptoeing through the tulips playing yeah, on like, yeah, a little yeah. record player? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a giant demon sharpening its claws. You know? I think I'd have a. I think I'd probably have a easier time moving in with like my sister than my dad. Like my right. dad was just he was one of those. I think it's a very old school baby boomer type of mentality. It's like you move out of the house at eighteen, and now you this bird knows should should fly on its own. Yeah, you know it's like you you're on your own life. You know it's your own life. It's different Black now. Bird though. singing in the dead of night. But is, isn't it different now? Because like even when we graduated college, you could yeah. still get a job. Right. I mean, you still get a job out of college. Now it's like people graduate college and it's like, I'm going to move home and intern for a year. Yeah. You can't. Um, everything is in the shit. Everything is, is bullshit. Everything is in the shitter. Everyone lives like in a fucking RV on the street in a van. <laughs> Everyone I know in LA. I well, don't know. Plenty of people I, you know. Yeah, I know a lot of people. RVs, that, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, nothing, nothing, you know, defecate. We all have bags. You know, I have, I've got more dead friends than my mom has. You know, I think that's just part of the par for the course of our generation. But I think the independence, that independent path that that happened even back in the 90s is gone now. It's different with millennials. Uh, Case in point, Mike Rotundo. Yes. (laughs) Mike Rotundo. Right. Right. Uh, a lot of listeners sent the story, yeah. the tale, the saga of Mike Rotundo, the 30-year-old guy whose parents won an eviction order against him this past week. They actually took him to court to get him to leave their house. Yeah. Now, that, now that's definitely a bit extreme compared that's to, I cold. think, most, most parents. That's uh, some cold shit. Yeah. The story's been all over mm-hmm. the news. It's gone completely viral. And the media really has portrayed him as that poster child of lazy millennials. Like just that, you know, the epitome of just the slothful millennial who just doesn't want to grow up, doesn't want to move out of his house, doesn't want to accept adult responsibility. Right. 
And, uh, and it, it's funny. Like I saw an interview with, um, he was on CNN. He was speaking to, I forget her name. She's blonde, kind of hot. Uh, Baldwin? Do you know what I'm talking I'm on about? Christiane Amanpour. Not her. Okay. But anyway. That's the only one I know. She was Sorry. just like lecturing the guy. He uh-huh. was on Fox News getting lectured like, you are a loser. You should move out of your house. And every comment was this kind of like tongue in cheek kind of thing. Like, okay, mm. yeah, well, you know, you're 30 years old. Got to mm. be out of your house. And uh, I was listening. I'm like, God, that's terrible. And then he was on Alex Jones. He was on Infowars. Okay. Which is funny that Alex Jones is even going into that territory right. now. But Alex, I think Alex Jones was like, oh. He's got Billy Corgan on every week for no reason. <laughs> yeah. um, I think Alex Jones was like, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take this kid under my wing. Yeah. Teach him to be a, uh, you know, a sociopathic uh, conspiracy theorist. And uh, also teach him like a lesson, a life lesson yeah. about living on his own. He gave him like $3,000. You know, to, to I'd like to this. be Alex Jones's protege. How do I get that? How do <laughs> well, I be a barrel-chested weirdo? Just move you know? back to your house. Okay. Move back to your mom's house. Move with your yeah. mom. Refuse to leave. All right. And get her to like uh, file an eviction notice. All right. Um, but yeah, so uh, that you know, that his parents left him a series of notes ranging from orders to leave hmm. and encouragement to get a job to offers of like eleven hundred dollars to help him finding a place, and he still wouldn't go. That's weird. That's a little, yeah. You know, I mean, it's, and so, um, yeah, so, you know, the media claims that he's very entitled. He's an mm. entitled guy, just who wants to live with his parents indefinitely. And uh, I, I felt like, you know, a lot of fans were like, you guys should have this guy on the show. Not just because of his last name, but right. also because, like, you know, you guys should talk to him. And I was thinking, I really think we can give him an alternative viewpoint okay. to, uh, you know, what the, what the mass media is doing. What, sure. like, Alex Jones is doing what CNN's doing and instead of telling him you know how to live on your own get your shit together go move out and be like a regular 30 year old man I think we could help him help him on how to continue living with his parents despite the court ruling okay I had yeah. a couple ideas man yeah I got some I mean we, we, we both have ideas you have experience in this matter a lot you know and, and I was thinking we could talk to this guy offer him suggestions on how he can stay exactly where he's at right now hmm I mean, you know, I know he's a judge gave him a court ruling, but there are ways to get around that. There are ways to circumvent the court ruling. Okay. So let's give him a call. All right. I uh, messaged him on Facebook and I was like, hey, you know, we're uh, from a respected media outlet. Yes. And uh, he seems to be doing the rounds right now and wants as much publicity as he wants. <laughs> you got to hit us he can get. on the rounds. Yeah. So, you know, it's like, you know, yeah. the guy's going from CNN to Fox News to InfoWars to Sick and Wrong. He's getting, he's getting the big four. So uh, let, let's give Mike Rotundo a call. Hello. Mike, how's it going? It's uh, Dean Harrison here from Sick and Wrong. Hey, how are you? Doing pretty good. Hey, Mike. Hey, thanks for being on the show today, man. Hey, thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I got to say, first off, I love your surname. It just rolls off the tongue so easily. Like, what, what nationality is uh, Rotundo? That's Italian. It's an Italian name. I had no idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, you know, I, and it's weird because I've met a few Rotundos in my life. But I just didn't know that it was, uh, I didn't know it was an Italian uh, heritage behind it. Yeah. There's, uh, it's, it's actually from, there, it's actually a, um, originally it was Rotunda, but it got, uh, it was originally Rotunda and it got changed uh, to like Americanize it. Okay, Rotunda. Yeah. Interesting. They, they did that a lot. Yeah, and when people moved here, so Rotundo. Okay, I like it. So Mike, uh, you're all over the news recently. The story's gone completely viral. You've been on CNN, 
Fox News is all, even InfoWars, and uh, most importantly, Sick and Wrong, which is good. Um, but I've noticed the sentiment on most of these news anchors, especially CNN and Fox, has been very judgmental, very critical. Um, they're kind of implying that you're the, the epitome of an entitled millennial. H- how do you feel about that? I feel like it's a really... Um, I, I don't think they really took a lot of time to to develop a, a thorough opinion, honestly. I think they just kind of heard the story, looked into it a little bit, and then just went to town with it, with the considerations that they had at that time. I don't think they really looked into it too much or, or considered um, much of the things that I was saying about it, about how it was unreasonable. Because um, all I wanted was just to stay a little bit longer so that I could uh, have the... Um, uh, so I can more, so I can easily move out, you know, without it being, uh, without being forced where, on where you. That's that, that's kind of what well, I no, was. No, I'm just saying where, where where I would be able to easily do it and not have to to struggle to do it. Yeah, which which makes sense because it seemed to be uh, like your parents were like, "I want you out now," and then the judge is kind of forcing you out. I did notice that Alex Jones, though. Seem to have more of an empathetic approach uh, on Infowars. Kind of, t- kind of sounded like a guidance counselor. Um, what was that like uh, being on Infowars? Are you, are you a fan? I wasn't familiar with it before. I don't, I don't uh, do a lot of news. Um, but what I, uh, I love the show. I love being on the show uh, a lot. It was a great experience. I enjoyed it. So, so that you know that's the biggest part about the whole thing hmm. um yeah i love what we talked about i liked alex a lot uh, his crew is all very nice did um did he ask you about the gay frogs he's obsessed with gay frogs i don't know if you know this the did you say gay frogs yes gay frogs he feels like uh that there's some kind of chemical in the water. They're turning the frogs homosexual. Yeah. In the water supply. Did he ask you about that? He always asks everybody about that. He did not ask me about that. Although I am familiar with it. Okay. I feel like I missed out that, that he, yeah, he loves, he loves the gay frogs. Anyways, let's get back to uh, your story here. So your parents took you to court to uh, forcibly evict you from, from your home, their home. What was the final ruling? Final ruling was well. The final ruling was that I had to get out. The order that um, that was subsequent to that said June uh, says uh, June first. Okay, June first was the date, the move out date. Yeah. Are you? That's only a you know a few days away. Are you you ready to move out? Yeah, um, I've actually spent most of the day taking things that were that were loose and putting them into boxes so that you can just take the box, throw it on a truck or something. and Just get out, It shouldn't yeah. be a big deal with that. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, it's easier. Just get a U-Haul, throw it on a truck, and then move into a new spot. You know, it's not that big of a deal. Um, but what I, what I, I guess what I'm getting out, what, what is the deal with the whole thing? Like, what, why don't you want to move out of your parents' house? Well, I wasn't really financially prepared, and I can't imagine that I, that I wouldn't be ready to move out and that I wouldn't move out otherwise uh, on my own. I would, let me start over. Mm-hmm. I only wanted enough time so that I had the means to move out on my own. I, and, I, and I can't imagine that I wouldn't have. I'm expecting to be able to do that easily in about three months. And I wouldn't have stayed 
past that. I don't like staying here. So I would have left anyway in three months. Uh, how have, uh, have you lived on your own before? Yeah. How long have you been back with your parents? Uh, eight years. Okay, so you've been there eight years. Is this one of those things where yeah, your dad it. wants to put a, like a pool table in your room or something? No, it's the kind of thing where uh, I'm not um, supporting their support action or their visitation action to my son, and because of that, uh, I have to go. Oh, okay. So they're not allowed to yeah. visit your son, their grandson, is what you're saying. Right. Well, they're not, uh, it's not that they're not allowed, it's that, well, they're not allowed, well, they actually, well, they, actually they are not allowed, because their mother, uh, his mother isn't letting them, but there hasn't been a, a court uh, ruling about it, uh, making it official that they can't uh, see him. But yeah, you're, you're right when you say that they're not allowed. Hmm. So did did uh, your son? Did you have visitation rights? Were you like, how did you see your son? I saw him three days a week since he was about eight months old. Which because that's when I found out that uh, that he was my son, and um, that was uh, three days a week, full days, and um, that went on until uh, September of this past year. Then what happened in September? Then there was an order, but my son's mother and I went to court, and there was an order that um, that I couldn't see him anymore, and that I didn't have custody either. Oh, and on what grounds? Yeah. On what grounds? That's that's pretty harsh. People are using the word uh, well people, that it was found uh, incompetent. That's what people the word people are using. It's just uh, basically I'm describing it as someone who can't be uh, caring for a child. Um, I guess that could be used as incompetent. You could describe it as incompetent. Um, hmm. But uh, that was what the findings were. And the, the support of that was that I have a history of, of uh, some mental instability, but it was so long ago. And recently, they, well, they brought it up recently by how I, was, I would run my fingers through my hair and I would pace around, I would pace. So, yeah. you know, this, this really old thing that, I, you know, managed to uh, get a pretty firm grip on. Um, it was, it was like stress-induced. Uh, you, you, you can be under so much stress that your brain like kind of stops working right, and uh, it had a lot to do with how you handle the stress. So, um, what I, you know, I just make sure that I'm not uh, getting too worked up over things for like too long of a period of time, mm. and. Uh, yeah, so like you know, if they, it's like if weeks go by, and you're all uh, running around in circles because of something that you're worried about, you know, you can you can do some some damage to yourself. You can yeah, you know, mentally. Make it so that you're, it, yeah, mentally, you can do some major damage. I mean, I'm I'm just talking about my co-host Harrison over here. Yeah, he does way worse things than pace and run his hands through his hair. That's true. But people see it, though, in a negative light. Well, you know? also, in the, you know, like, it, I mean, you're in New York, so it's probably different. But in the state of California, um, if you were, if, you know, if a court found you in, not competent enough to have visitation of a child, uh, you probably would also not be competent enough to evict. Or at you, the very least, you could delay said, said eviction. My ex-girlfriend did. You know, I didn't, yeah. I didn't even think of that. Uh, but the the way that it's going so far, 
I, you know, I'm going to be putting in an appeal just because of um, how I don't want it to just sit like this. I don't want this to be the final ruling, and um, I, I just don't. I don't want other people in similar, similar situations to have to uh, endure similar uh, circumstances because anyone would just be able to cite this case. Any attorney would be able to cite this case. There's a precedent. Or, yeah, yeah, and then they, that would be the end of it. So I have to cite the case at least for that and also, um, you know, to, to see if I can get the thing, uh, you know, found where I was, you know, I was harassed. Cause I, had, I filed an order to show cause. Uh, a proposed order to show cause along with my um, answer to their petition. And uh, I would like that to, um, you know, be revisited, uh, you know, for, for my own, um, so I can get my own restitution. Well, you know, I was, I was going to bring up too. I mean, I think you came to the right place here because we have some suggestions on how you probably could stay at your parents' house despite this court ruling. I have a friend, his name's uh, Thomas. He's been living with his mom like he's well into his mid-50s. I think his plan is to wait for his mom to die and inherit the house. Not a bad career move. He hasn't worked in a long time. What he did, though, he took kind of extreme measures. He fractured his penis twice. On purpose? Well, I don't know if he did it on purpose, but, I mean, it did happen twice. He okay. could, And his mom was trying to get him out of the house, yeah. but he couldn't walk with a fractured penis. Uh. So I'm not saying maybe do a fractured penis. It's, it's painful. It's a little extreme, Mike. I don't know if you should go there. But you, the diagnosis of a mental issue, like a mental health issue, you can't really argue with that. Like I'm thinking if you went to a psychiatrist and explained some of the, uh, the, you know, the, some of the behaviors in the past, you know, clinical what – what did you have, Harrison? Well, I mean, I'm bipolar, but my ex-girlfriend who had severe bipolar disorder, um, she actually was on – disability from the state and her parents were not allowed to evict her from the pool house that she lived in and she's lived there for years right yeah, yeah. maybe like maybe you should go that route man i mean it is california it's a little more liberal than any other state in terms yeah, but, of housing laws but still where, mike where do you live i live in central new york central i bet you new york is pretty uh liberal probably, to that probably yeah. have, have you ever have you had a psychiatric evaluation evaluation recently no i haven't but honestly I would not really be interested in that. I mean, I, I you know, thanks to Alex, who gave me $3,000 on the show, I oh, have the dream to leave, and that's what I'm going to do. I don't need, I can get my three months out of that $3,000. I don't need to stay here anymore. I don't want to stay here anymore, so I'm not going to. So right. I don't yeah, need to make sense. Make it, I don't need to make it harder. I don't need to make it basically, you know, impossible to see my son so that I can stay with my parents for three months. That's not, that's not going to work. That's not a good idea. Yeah, it probably doesn't. Uh, it's probably not for the best. Uh, what, what is the? I'll, uh, consider, I'll consider the fractured penis. I'll yeah, that's that. what I'm saying. It's not that hard to do it. I mean, I think he used a lot of cocaine and Viagra, but you never. I mean, you never know. It, it worked for him. Um, so, are you, know, you on fractured, fractured or ruptured? No, he fractured. Like he tore the uh, whatever that is the, the 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 penile caverns in there or something. Yeah, like it like swelled up. It looked like Hellboy's penis. I mean, he was sending pictures to everybody, and he did it twice. I guess it's easier to fracture your penis again the second time. The woman's on top. She was on top. Yeah, the woman was on top and just kind of went down really hard and just. He said he heard a popping noise and it was extremely painful. Come on. Yeah, I think the I think the mental health route is a little bit easier. So, so Mike, are you on speaking terms right now with your parents? Uh, no. Well, that must be kind of awkward because you're still living there, right? Yeah. Do they just not talk to you? You guys don't share like a kitchen? 
Well, it's funny because today I was talking to someone, uh, and my mother was like, are you talking to me? And I was like, and I'm like, no. And I was just, I don't, why would you say, why don't you think I was talking to you? <laughs> well, so, Susan, tell Michael there were four Pop-Tarts in his box, <laughs> not three yesterday, because I'm not talking to him. Yeah, it's one of those things. Yeah, yeah. Um, are you? Cons- I have my own pop star. Okay. Oh, that's good. that's good. Are you concerned yeah. how the judgment will affect the relationship with them in the future, or do you see yourself having a relationship with them? I really don't see myself having a relationship with them. You know, you know, time will tell, though. But yeah, I mean, it's uh, especially right now. Uh, it definitely seems like you guys have a very difficult. Uh, Difficult relationship. Um, I, I read something that your parents suggested that you sell your weapons. What type of weapons did you have? I have a lever thirty thirty. Do you know what that is? No. What is that? No. The lever action. Uh, okay, you know the wild blast speed shooting with the with the the hand that does the trigger that pulls the trigger that like flip it back and forth with a a thing that that their that their fingers are kind of. Containment is like a, a an oval. You stick your three fingers, um, your pinky, your your ring, and your middle finger in. Hmm. You flip it out really to reload the gun. Oh wait, I have seen that. Oh, like a Buffalo Bill. Kind they, of thing. Yeah, like an yeah. Annie Oakley kind of okay, thing. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Huh, that's pretty cool. What else? Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's it's just a functional it's just a functional gun. It's not really anything special. Is that the only firearm that you have? It is the only firearm. And so your parents were like, you should sell that? That thing seems to be kind of valuable. Well, kind of. I mean, the the problem with anything that I own that's valuable is that selling it really doesn't... I, I mean, honestly, I don't want to be in a position where I run out of money while I'm out of the house. So I wasn't... And I'm, I'm kind of waiting for something where I can get consistent income from like on my business and uh with that i would feel kind of moving out you know i have some things that are valuable i have valuable tools i have some you know valuable weapons i'm also an archer i have a uh, reasonably valuable bow yeah i have a bow um uh i I almost want to buy a light what butterfly knife no, they're, those are too, it's too hard. I didn't want to, like, learn. I'm a, I like it. I've seen people flipping them around, and that's kind of cool, but I I just never really uh, got into it. Yeah, I can see that. Um, So you just mentioned that you have a business. What's your business? Well, it's information technology. It's not really something I'm, I'm do I, uh, Alex kind of rang it out me. I really don't want to get my business involved in this. Because it's not the kind of thing you want your business. No, no, no. You don't you know, want to be associated yeah. with negative publicity like this. But so it's like a tech IT type of thing. It's kind of what? So it's like tech IT work. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's cool. So you got something going on. You know, I was going to mention one thing. Um, so you, you know, you're you're totally viable right now. A lot of people are paying attention to you. Have you ever thought of maybe doing like a GoFundMe or something? I, uh, someone else mentioned that to me and I said, I'm not really going to do that unless I have to. Um, if I can't, you know, provide for myself, then I'll do that. But, you know, with, with money that else gave me and, you know, money that I have and uh, money that I'm otherwise making, I'm not going to probably wind up doing that. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's kind of pandering, but I bet you, you probably could raise a lot of money. 
especially if you're like in, yeah, get a t-shirt does. or something you know yeah. are you getting a lot of uh a lot of mail like positive negative you get a lot of hate mail on facebook i got this letter from some guy who's got some kind of like fantasy with me from this <laughs> huh. like what that, yeah, yeah. And it's like, it literally, it closes with thanks for the fantasy. What, what's the fantasy? So, I, what kind of, I don't, honestly, even if you told me you had the kind of show where, you know, you could say, you could say anything. I mean, we, you know, you talked about the whole um, pressured penis thing. I don't know if I want to say what's in here just for my own reputation. I don't think, I don't think I want to talk about it one bit. Wow, it's, huh. wow, it's, it's that uh, obscene. God, you never know what people yeah. are going to send to you on the internet, you know? Yeah. Wow, that's great. How did you okay. respond? I, I, I still have it just because I, you know, it's so, I have a lot of things from some people, uh, from some things that people send me that are really outrageous. Like I have this one uh, thing that this woman sent me and I want to put it into a word processor, processor so I can count the words. <laughs> it's pages long Whoa. about how her kids are so successful and that people have committed suicide justifiably for being a better person than me or something like that. Something I still have that. Uh, wow. So, I mean, I'm, so all, I didn't do anything with it, but I kept it just because it's ridiculous. <laughs> no, that is absurd that this woman would take that much time. That's the thing I don't get. All these people are on their high horse, ready to judge somebody else. Right. You know, without even knowing the details. Like that's Especially what, since a yeah. lot of them are baby boomers. And let us not forget that baby boomers essentially ripped the head off America and then shit down its neck hole. Exactly. Since the 80s. But yet, they, lest they forget it and they're willing to judge somebody right. else. Yeah. You know? Wow, yeah. So I imagine you must have been getting some weird stuff. What about, have you actually gotten any, like, uh, letters from chicks or anything like that from girls? No. Hmm. That's not, it's not really a, a big thing with the girls to live with your parents. <laughs> yeah, I was wondering, wondering about know. that. Sometimes you turn into the skid and then things will work out for you, you know? Yeah, you never know. Yeah. I was wondering about that. So the past eight years, um, have you had a girlfriend or like, how, how's that work? Cause no. I mean, that's kind of a weird thing to say like, oh, you know, you, well, she's like, oh, well, let's go back to your place. You're like, well, you know, funny thing about my place. I do have my I own podcast. Really I took my own pop text. Um, <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> it's uh, it's just nothing I really get into. It's mostly you know I was a dad, so I was yeah. a dad. I had my business endeavors. That's really it. Yeah, focusing on uh, on your own life. Well, Mike, it sounds like you got a. It sounds like you got a plan in place that I think is going to probably work out for you. You know, when, um, when I was on better terms with my parents, my mother would cook my pop tart. <laughs> Did she really? Well, yeah, they were really good. They were nice and they were, they were hot. That's what parents do. Well, it sounds like you got a plan in place. I'm hoping, you know, uh, I wish you the best for the future. And I hope, uh, you, know, you know, you work things out with your parents and everything uh, eventually. You know, it might happen. But, uh, but continue to fight the power. And if you ever, if you ever on, uh, want some more tips, you know, about, um, you know, fracturing your penis or uh, making a GoFundMe, just feel free to reach out. Uh, sure, sure thing. All right. Yeah. I, Take it easy, man. Good luck getting visitation. Hope you hope that happens for you. Yeah, it's good yeah. talking to you. Thank you. All right, take it easy. Bye now. Okay. You know, uh, 
I'm not sure he really appreciated our suggestions that much. Yeah, I don't know. Well, it seems like he actually does want to move out of his parents' house. So, well, yeah. I guess he has a kid and all that. But yeah. you know, I feel like the either break your dick or be a mental patient. Yeah, like I think both of those are really good suggestions. Solid suggestions. They are. He's yeah. not going to get that from like. Christian Amanpour or no or uh, what's his name uh, Anderson Cooper I don't know Anderson yeah. Cooper's not gonna be like right. you need to fracture your penis yeah you know stay at home I mean and he worked. lives in a meth firehouse so you know whatever <laughs> you know uh, I mm. well whatever I, I felt we'd give him mm. some uh, some ideas to work with right you know what what do you think his tech I like how like cryptic he was with his tech business it's like i don't want my tech my tech business being what What are you elon musk what are you creating teslas do you think he has a yeah. porn tube site oh no no i don't you don't think so he wouldn't even read us that letter <laughs> he doesn't have a porn tube site get the fuck out of here you know i can't you know? believe yeah. he wouldn't discuss the letter yeah. from the psychopath who's having sexual fantasies about him on sick and wrong okay you know, it's like mm. if there, if ever there's a perfect platform for that, right? It would be this, but you know, whatever, teach their own, I guess. Mm. But if I were that guy, though, I would be writing out this fame. I would be just. I would start a podcast. Yeah, I would trademark myself. You gotta have something to sell, dude. You know? I'd be selling T-shirts. Be like, I'm the millennial loser guy that yeah. doesn't want to leave my parents' when house. Your stupid Andy Warhol thing comes up. You gotta have something to sell. Make a snow globe, a yeah, cookbook. Who something. gives a shit? Yeah. This is a golden opportunity. And he's just like, well, I'm just going to take the $3,000 from fucking Alex Jones and go move into a studio apartment. It's like, okay, I guess you mm. could do that. Or you could do a GoFundMe, sell mm. a bunch of t-shirts, make a, a, a witty slogan. Right. And make a ton of money. Yeah. You know? Maybe make a podcast that just teaches kids how to like screw your parents over and you continue living there till they die in their home and you inherit the home. What would the slogan be? I don't know. It's like, <laughs> taking it easy or something <laughs> stupid like that. <laughs> and then the, the picture would just be like a fucking, I don't know, a cartoon dog in an inner tube on a river or it's something. like not working so, nine yeah, to five. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, yeah, dog in an inner tube. <laughs> <laughs> taking it easy. <laughs> screw them yeah yeah with like an apostrophe em (laughs) or you just repurpose those old like how do you like the price of oil now so damn insane you know those old like gulf war t-shirts yeah with bart simpson on it you know yeah that's that's exactly what he should do repurpose those for his own so i mean that donald trump repurposed make america great again from ronald reagan did he yeah that was like an old uh that was like an old republican slogan no. It's, that's what we should do. We all I think all he needs to do is just go make like a make a like a logo yeah. and put like a little catchphrase on it. Is that why you always he's always telling us to win one for the guppy? <laughs> exactly. Okay. That's a yeah. good that's a good slogan. Yeah. Win one for the guppy. Win one for the guppy. Yeah. No one knows what it means, but they can imagine what it might mean. And maybe you should just yeah. be like, you know, make a book like how to get high and play video games forever. Right. You know, maybe that. That that would work. I don't know. I just say I feel like there's a golden opportunity, and he's not he's not taking advantage of it. Nah. So there you go. Anyway, people, this is episode six thirty six of uh, Sick and Wrong. We have news stories coming next. We have uh, phone calls after that. But first, here's a word about our Patreon page. Do you need more Sick and Wrong in your life? Do you need one more news story to make you feel normal? 
Are three phone calls barely enough to feed the raging beast of desire? Well, then it's time for you to get the help you need and become a Sick and Wrong patron. Sign up at patreon.com slash sickandwrong and you'll have access to exclusive Patreon-only content such as news stories, extra phone calls, and much, much more. Become a patron today and help us make a better Sick and Wrong for tomorrow. That's patreon.com slash sickandwrong. So the first story we have here, this is like straight out of a, like a Coen brother movie. Okay. Or like maybe a Tarantino film. Yes. Um, it's about a kidnapping. This is not how I would plan a kidnapping. In fact, I don't think I'd ever plan a kidnapping. No. Too difficult. Yeah. I don't understand. They How's this supposed out. to work? They never work out. Yeah, know? but how are you supposed to get the drop off and get the money, the ransom? It, mm. it just seems so complicated. Yeah. I mean, why not just do a bank robbery? I'd, I'd rob a bank before I do a kidnapping. Okay. I mean, how many kidnappings have ever gone off successfully? The Lindbergh. Oh, no. That guy got. Wait. That one didn't. Patty Hearst, that didn't. Didn't he get executed, the Lindbergh guy? He did, right? I didn't even know they ever. They, he oh, did. the baby died, so that yeah. didn't work. I feel like the guy got executed. I actually that was a Mandela effect thing. Like in one reality, they never found the fucking baby, and, and then, then in another in reality, all, they another actually, they found the bones of the baby. You know, but they actually got the guy, the kidnappers. I don't know. I don't know. You know, it's, it doesn't matter. Good. Reality is it's split up into so many. I can't even tell anymore. I just feel I it's know. so complicated yeah. to like go kidnap some, especially a child. Like kidnapping a child, now right. you got to take care of the kid. Yeah. Feed the kid, right? Deal with it. So you got to babysit the kid, mm. and then you got to like deal with their parents and like logistically calling the parents and then making a drop off point. Yeah, it just I can understand it working in movies. I just don't see how you'd execute that in a real and life. Some of scenario. these kids now they want to live with their kidnappers till they're thirty. Uh, so exactly, like, they don't want to move out. Then they yeah. like uh, you got to take them to court. Yeah. <laughs> it's so complicated. Yeah. So complicated. They try yeah. to break their penis. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, bizarre kidnapping. Ends in wild arrest. All right. Wild arrest. It's happened in Bridgeport, Connecticut. A woman got a a disturbing phone call from her nephew who told her that he had been kidnapped and his abductor was demanding $800 or he would burn. $800? Oh. That's it? Okay, yeah. It's like, okay. First of all, kidnapping is a difficult thing to do to begin with. Yeah. To get the money. And only to get $800? This guy's got to be a crackhead. He doesn't value his time. Yeah, I know. It's like 800 bucks, man. It's like nothing. Um, We make more than that on Patreon. Barely, people. Barely. We barely make more than that. Um, So anyway, uh, he ends up like uh, kidnapping a kid. And he's forcing his kid to call his his aunt. So he's Mm -hmm. calling his aunt to get the money. I was thinking about this. Who would pay for you? Like, if you got kidnapped by a drug cartel, who would pay for you? Do you think your mom would? Your parents would? She would. She doesn't have any money, so I don't know, you know? Would your she sister? She could pay, like, a couple of grand, you know, probably. You know? I guess. She, my sister doesn't have, Nobody has any money. Nobody I know has any money. Yeah, I guess. I'm, yeah. Like, I was trying to think of who I would, would go to. I mean, yeah. I think my sister would try to put some money into it. Mm. I don't think my brother would. May, my brother might give like a couple hundred dollars. Maybe my bio dad. Your bio dad might pay throws, off, yeah. Throw like 10 grand in. You, you know? know, I'm just wondering if like someone, and then I wonder if our fans would be like, let's do a GoFundMe to get D out of South America, you know, yeah. South American prison or whatever. Yeah. 
I still think we'd only raise like maybe 200 bucks. Right. Like 200 bucks. It'd be terrible. Yeah. It'd be put to death. I'd go down there and kill a shaman if that would help. <laughs> you know? Maybe that would help. I don't know. So I love the, uh, the, the one thing I love about this story is uh, they have all the quotes, the lines of the kid who was kidnapped, the abductee. So he calls his, uh, his aunt. He goes, DT, I was wondering if you're going to send that money because I really want to go home. Uh, police said the young man pleaded with his aunt in a, uh, in a call. While officers ran a trace, detectives told the aunt to demand that his abductors text her a photograph of her nephew. Proof of life. Um, she tells the nephew, I want to make sure you're still good. So the, uh, the, uh, the captors are like, all right, let's send a photograph. And this is the best part. This okay. is in Connecticut. Okay. This isn't in yeah. Miami. This isn't in Brazil. The photograph showed the 21-year-old victim lying face down in a bathtub with a six-foot alligator on top of him. Oh. Yeah, it's open mouth facing the camera. Okay. So how does that happen? How is that proof of life? <laughs> well, proof of life right now. Okay. I mean, I guess... But it could uh, be a dead body that the... Well, no, the kid, I mean, well, the kid oh. was obviously just called them. So, I mean, he was oh, awake, I see. Okay. but they texted the photo of her with the alligator, with him with the, laying down the bath with the alligator on top of him and the yeah. alligator's mouth open. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, How old is this kid? <laughs> he's 21. Okay. Oh. Here's, here's another uh, amazing line. Whoever yeah. wrote this is, mm. this is amazing. Couldn't even write a script this good. TT, man, they got this alligator on me and they saying that if no money is given, they're going to have him chewing on me. And so that you know the ants obviously understandably concerned. Okay, they got a big sure. fucking alligator on his back. Yeah, he's laying in a bathtub. You know, I, I, you know, maybe that is an effective thing to do if you're in a, if you're a kidnapper. It puts the pressure on. Puts the pressure on. It's yeah. like now you know. Not only are we gonna like you know they could shoot him, they could knife him. He's gonna get eaten by an alligator. It's very confusing. It is confusing. It also probably gives the police something to work with. Because it's like, all right, how many idiots in Connecticut have a domesticated alligator? Well, how do they, what do you know? they do with the, how do they get the alligator? Because they're at a hotel. Yeah. How do they yeah. get the alligator around in their car? Yeah. No one notices a big ass alligator? It just seems like very yeah. complicated. Yeah. Uh, Bridgeport and Shelton police would later surround a Shelton hotel, capture the creature, and arrest 30 year old Isaiah Garcia, a convicted felon from Garland, Texas. All right. Um, on April 6th, here's the, here's the background here. The young man's aunt and his father came to police to report a kidnapping. Police said they played the phone messages from the victim. Those amazing phone messages to his TT. Uh, working with the FBI, police said detectives traced the cell phone number from which the victim called to the residence in in Shelton, Connecticut. All right. Police determined that in addition to, being calling, to uh, calling the aunt... The phone had been used to call a takeout order to a Stratford Chinese restaurant. Hmm. Are these guys just complete morons? Yeah. It's like, why not get a burner phone? Yeah. I mean, Jesus. It's not that difficult. <laughs> Can't you get an untraceable, like a call from Skype or something? Yeah. Like make a fake Skype account. Yeah. Use a VPN. They're well, calling. okay. I mean. But they're calling like from the kid's people. cell phone? Yeah. It's like, dude. Hmm. Um, police said the restaurant confirmed a delivery to the hotel and gave the room number to detectives. So police immediately went to the hotel. And when they got to the hotel room that same day, the victim and his captor were both gone. But Garcia's girlfriend and the alligator were still hanging out. <laughs> so uh, they called the State Department of Environmental Protection to get the gator. And the detective interviewed the girlfriend. I love how she likes just hanging out with the alligator. Yeah. You think they gave it a name? They must. I mean, it must have been their pet, Mr. Pickles, or something, right? What do they feed it? I don't know. They go get like chickens. Yeah, 
I Rotisserie guess. chickens. But I mean, what, do they have a leash? Like, how, I don't understand I how they get the alligator from the hotel to their car to the next hotel. Hmm. It just seems like a creature that would be difficult to travel with, especially if you're running from the law. Yeah. I mean, I guess you can make a good distraction with it. Disguise it as a dog, maybe. I don't know. You know? (laughs) Uh, She told them Garcia had arrived at the hotel room with a victim, ordered the victim to lie on the sofa, and then just sat there staring at him until the young man fell asleep. Oh, my. Well, that's not creepy at all. Yeah. Just sitting there staring at the victim. Yeah. Um, Told that Garcia was expected to return soon. Detectives and the police waited nearby. They said that when Garcia's car pulled in the hotel parking lot... With the victim in the passenger seat, cops converged, guns drawn. Uh, they pulled Garcia from the driver's seat, handcuffed him, and recovered a large hunting knife that was tucked into his pants. Uh, the victim had two burn marks, one on his face and the other on his right forearm. He told police that Garcia had burned him with a barbecue-style lighter okay. after tying him up. <clears throat> yeah. So this guy's like burning him. For what reason are you going to burn him? You got a fucking alligator that's going to bite your face off. Why not just grab his head and put it in the alligator's mouth? Yeah. I mean, for fun. I, I don't know. I, ge- you know. I guess. Mm-hmm. I just feel like this is the worst kidnapper I've ever read, yeah. I've read about. Like, I mean, I think he's trying to be like a badass, like one of those Brazilian drug lords like that has, has like a room full of alligators, like in the basement. Oh, okay. And then if you snitch on them, they lower you into the alligator pit. Yeah. That's effective. So this is like the best Western equivalent of Uday Hussein or something. Yeah, basically. exactly. Okay, this is like, it. yeah. yeah, yeah, like yeah. Uday, did Uday Hussein have a bunch yeah. of alligators? I don't know. Probably. Probably. Sounds yeah, like I can imagine. They'd all be on cocaine or something. <laughs> You know, <laughs> this guy just has one alligator yeah. <laughs> in the best Western bathtub, and then yeah. he's staring at his guy using what, like, mind control, sleep hypnotherapy. I don't know what he's doing to right. him. Yeah, I mean, if, if I was the young guy, I think I probably would have just left because I don't think he's really going to do much. Sure, maybe not. I don't know. Uh, but anyway, uh, uh, police said that they uh, that this, they apprehended Garcia. And he's been previously convicted in Texas for aggravated robbery. He pled not guilty to first-degree kidnapping, attempted first-degree larceny by extortion, uh, unlawful restraint, and third-degree assault. Okay. So, yeah, this guy uh, is probably going to go away. I wonder what the girl... What's funny, too, is the girlfriend, yeah. who kind of seems to be, like, I guess his accomplice, doesn't say she was charged with anything, but she's just hanging out, probably just watching TV, yeah, being like, that's his thing, kidnaps with his alligator. You know, that's what they do. Yeah, where do you buy alligators? Um, I well, I, I think you could buy them if you're down in Louisiana or Florida. You know, oh, probably so you raise think this them. guy drove down there and just had it as a pet. Yeah, they're probably like guys from Florida, like fucked but they're up never truly domesticated. No, I mean no. they're gonna like. I mean they. Will I mean you bite can you. like wrestle them and you know when they're little and. But even know. the crocodile hunter guy. Yeah. Like he would still get killed. Like, I mean, I, I guess he would, he was more daring than most people. Yeah. Well, he got killed by a stingray. Oh, a stingray. Yeah. 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 That was like, I don't know, flying or something. The stingray? I, I don't know. How did it stab him? I think in the he was swimming heart? and he was trying to oh, like hold, grab okay. it or something. And just I thought stabbed it like him. flew up onto a boat or something crazy. <laughs> <laughs> you know? No, I don't think, I'm, like I, can Batman. they do that? What? Can they do that? I don't know. Uh, what am I, anyway. fucking Dr. Stingray over here? I don't know. <laughs> Dr. St- that's a good that's, ra- that's a good radio name. It's also... <laughs> Dr. Stingray. It's also a good name for the alligator, kind of. Actually, yeah, yeah, the alligator yeah. probably should have been named Dr. Stingray. Yeah. <laughs> God. All right, what do you have here for the second story? I got two little stories here that Ooh, are related. Vignettes. All right, vignettes, yeah. So this one's... Uh, Kansan faces autoerotic criminal rap. All right? And when I read this, I missed... Understood yeah, it. 
Like he's he's a rapper. That's like what a I know. Rapper. No, that... it's like a criminal rap, like a rap sheet. Rap. Oh, okay. At first, like I thought sheet. it was like autoerotic. Like they were for like 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 he was like, choking himself with a necktie no, while like, rapping. Sir, you were caught masturbating in a school zone, so your punishment is to write and perform this rap <laughs> at a talent show. Like I thought that's what it meant. Well, I, where's the autoerotic? How does that fit into? Well, it? he was caught masturbating, so he has to write a rap about. Oh, masturbation, mas- oh, how you shouldn't masturbate okay. in a school zone. This is where my mind goes. I, I can see you that. Know? Is, is, yeah. that, is that from like a personal experience? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, that was the weirdest talent show I ever fucking did. I can imagine. I tell you. Did you win? Um, no. 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 Not even close. So cops, uh, a, a oblivious suspect. There was an oblivious. oblivious suspect, 24 years old, who sought a car tryst. So when they say autoerotic, they mean autoerotic. It's like an automobile. Yeah, automobile. Erotic. Okay. Yeah. All right. Again, people don't know how to write anymore. Well, I right? think they're trying to make so, a pun there. Probably, mm-hmm. but it doesn't come across. So, uh, an intoxicated Kansas man may face criminal charges after he was found this week attempting to have sex with the tailpipe of a parked automobile. Yeah, I, I still don't understand that. Like, uh, he's what, just drunk, stumbling home. He's like totally sticking my dick in the tailpipe of that like yeah. Honda Accord. It's, must have some serious girth, you know. I guess. I, mean, I don't know I, how big are tailpipes. I, I, I feel don't like know. they're yeah. I mean, they they're kind of big, but I mean, they're bigger than like a toilet paper roll usually, right? I suppose, but I mean, yeah. was he just sticking his dick in it, or was he fucking it? Like, was he, you know, mm. penetrating it and it's moving? Good, it's hot, though, isn't it? Or, well, if it's well, a park car. Okay, yeah. all right, fair enough. Uh, police in Newton, uh, Kansas, responded Tuesday night uh, to a call about a naked man beneath an automobile. The 24-year-old suspects, suspect was trying to place his penis into the tailpipe of the vehicle. I love, I love how neighbors called that in. Yeah. Could you imagine, if that, if that was your car, would yeah. you run out there and do something? Probably. Like, would you, like, mace him or something? Yeah, something. You know? <laughs> I don't know. I'd probably, yeah, I'd probably rush out without thinking about it. Like, oh, I gotta, you know. I would totally record that, though. Okay. Yeah, you'd have to oh, get yeah, that on film. You, that's you'd have good. to get that on film. Yeah, that's a good thing. Uh, the naked man was oblivious when contacted by cops. Despite the presence of officers, the suspect continued to try and have sex with the tailpipe. And the man was eventually tased and taken into custody. Jesus. So yeah. this guy was sitting there. He was so obsessed with uh, having sex with this tailpipe. Cops came. They're like, sir, step away from yeah. the vehicle. He's sir, just like, nah. I'm not going to tell you again. <laughs> please take your sexual member out of the automobile, sir. Now, please. Or we will tase you. Or if they tased him like in his yeah. nutsack yeah. or something. You know, this is something like cops are going to be like talking about for like weeks. Yeah. Probably years. Years. Remember the guy that was like yeah. fucking the uh, Passat? He like, just got him. That's why uh, I have a Prius, you know. There's no tailpipe. Is there no tailpipe? I don't want anyone raping my car. Is there no tailpipe? No. No that's, tailpipe. That's not that true. Thing. There's some emissions. It switches to fucking gas mode sometimes. Go look at it. Go look at the back of my Prius. There's right. no tailpipe. Do I have a tailpipe? I'm sure you do. Okay. Well, you're in your Kia, but that, that's, right. a, that's one of the main reasons right. that I don't want to pervert okay. defiling the All Prius. Right. All right. Uh, due to his impairment, the suspect was transported to a local hospital for treatment. His blood alcohol content was 0.35. Ooh, that's yeah. pretty high. Yeah. 0.35. More than three times the legal limit. 
actually more than four times the legal limit. Um, so uh, the police uh, sent the local prosecutor a report recommending the man be charged with lewd and lascivious behavior, a misdemeanor. Hmm. So. And, and he said, was he even trying to like fight the cops? Was it drunk and disorderly or just lewd and lascivious behavior? Just lewd and lascivious behavior. Think he's going to have to register as a sex offender? I hope not. I know. That for something like, like a that. stupid thing, you know? Just being drunk and being stupid. Yeah. It's like mooning someone. Right. You know? Being a drunk college student. Mm. I wonder what that guy's going to be like the next day. Like, the hangover's got to be like a splitting headache. Yeah. yeah. It's got to be one of those things you just barely got out of bed and then, like, his roommate's going to be like, dude. You know, he got busted last night for fucking a car. Yeah. He's going to be like, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you fucked a Kia Soul. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sorry to say. But do you think this guy has an, like an attraction to cars or is it just like a spontaneous, I'm wasted and not in control of my, like, my, my body? Well, they said that he's had previous contacts with the police. So I think it's a, just a drunk He's just the town just fucking a drunk. Town drunk, yeah. 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 Just an idiot. How old's the yeah. guy? Twenty-four. Oh, okay, wow, yeah. yeah. He's yeah. Uh, probably a stupid frat yeah. boy. These Ooh. people used to become clergymen. Now they can't anymore. <laughs> so they're fucking cars. That's what happens. You know? Anyway, uh the second story here is Car Lover in Roadway Disturbance. Woman told cops of her sexual attraction to vehicles. Hmm. Yeah. A woman who has been diagnosed with mechanophilia, a sexual attraction to vehicles and machines, recently caused a disturbance in her Pennsylvania neighborhood when she bolted from her home and chased after cars to which she was attracted. Okay, so she was just, what was she going to, she was chasing them like a dog? Yeah. What was she going to do when she caught the car? Well, we're going to get to that. Okay. Yeah. But um, I'd never know that that's what mechanophilia was. I, you know, I, this first time I really heard I thought term. mechanophilia was when you can only be sexually aroused by Mecha Godzilla. Oh, and That's like what, Mecha, like automatons, yeah, like, a, yeah. like, a, like cyborgs. Mech suit. Mech you know? suits. Yeah. Mech suit Mecha sex. Godzilla. Only two people in mech suits fucking turns me on. That's it. Huh. That's the only thing that gives me a boner. So what, um, what, if, what about like... Evangelion if so if is you're, the only thing. If you're into uh-huh. like sex robots... Yeah. Would you be a mecha mechanophile? I think so. So that that is a thing. So this other guy mm. who's into having sex with the cars, he's not technically a mechanophile. He's probably not. Hmm. Because I was wondering, like, maybe yeah. these two should meet up and then just go out and rape cars. Right. <laughs> like, that's what they do. It's like, you know, some couples go to Olive Garden. They just go out and rape cars. Yeah. It's. I mean, you could start a farmers only site or whatever for for this kind of thing. You know, I mean, it does seem like a good love connection. You know? No, that's what I was wondering. So, I mean, yeah. you have, you, it's rare to have a woman that has this type of paraphilia. You know, it's usually men that are this, this type of pervert. So the report was that the, a woman was in the roadway being chased by two other females. The pursuers were a pair of home health aides assigned to the woman who was running towards a Marshall's department store at around 5.40 p.m. Oh, wait, so... The Most keep- people are running away from a Marshall's department store, so... So, wait, the keepers bad. lost control yeah. of, uh, of their, their patient here. Mm. Wow. Looks like the keepers... Yeah, so it's, it's bad news. Um, you know, it's interesting that they do this. So, by my work... There's the Glendale Galleria, mm-hmm. and I go there every now and then for lunch because yeah. they have a food court and all that. They bring 
all the rotundos out during the day. Oh. All those homes do. And I think that's yeah. kind of like, I think all those like, whatever they're convalescent homes or, or they're not really convalescent homes, but they're like homes that parents are like, I have a retarded kid and I don't know what to do with them because I have to go to work. So it's like a daycare for rotundos. Sure. And so they bring them all. It's like a whole gaggle of them. Oftentimes they have them sometimes like it's a chain gang, like hooked yeah. up with Velcro and okay. they're all kind of like on a big Velcro rope and it's just huh. a big gaggle of rotundos. Yeah. Like going to the Chipotle. Oh, okay. Um, but every now and then you'll see one break away and just like mad dash through the mall. Mm. And then you see the handlers just running mm. after him. Mm. So I imagine that's probably what happened. She was probably on the chain gang of rotundos. Yes. And this on the back, she just slipped the Velcro off, <laughs> ran, and, now, and she's like running into the, the, the parking uh, lot. Yeah. Man, that, that guy better come up with a fucking t-shirt quick to sell, right? I mean, come on. You know, you this know? guy better not trademark the name Rotundo. I know. I'm going to be upset we about that. We should do that. Yeah. Um... <laughs> I'll get around to it. Don't you think he could probably just have a picture of his face that just says Rotundo underneath yeah. and that would sell? I think so. Uh, when cops approached the woman outside the store, she revealed her mechanophilia diagnosis, saying that she was not trying to get hit by any cars. She was only trying to see them because she is attracted to them. Like, what is she attracted to? I don't know, the, the German engineering of it all, you know? <laughs> but is she attracted yeah. to only like German cars? No, I don't know. Um, police explained to the woman that her actions were dangerous and she needed to go home. I love cops having, yeah. having to deal with that. So now, this is where we're going to get crazy here. Uh, officers subsequently <laughs> returned the woman to her residence where she kissed, hugged, and became emotional over a white Nissan Pathfinder <laughs> that she called Husky Bear. <laughs> Now that's what they should name the alligator, yeah. Husky Bear. Husky Bear, that's good, yeah. That's good, that's, that's good. Great. You know, my yeah. brother has a few friends named Husky Bear. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. So wait, mm. she like kissed it mm. and just kind of hugged it? I think I used to wear Husky jeans when I was a kid. <laughs> what, what are those? They're like, like for fat kids. They're like Were jeans. you a fat kid? I was a fat kid. Yeah. Like how, how fat were you? I had a big belly. I bet, yeah, I was kind of fat belly. kid too. Yeah. Uh, I had some. I had a pair of husky jeans. I remember at one point. <laughs> husky jeans. Yeah. <laughs> How embarrassing that must be for a kid in like so elementary school. Yeah. It's like, hey, Harrison, you got your huskies? Yeah. <laughs> Someone saved my life tonight, Husky Bear. So she's so uh, Husky Bear. Whose car is Husky Bear? Uh, I don't know. It's not her. They don't let her drive, do they? I hope to Christ uh, not. God, God damn. Yeah. So she's, it's someone's car that's parked out there that she just is in love with. Yeah. Hmm. So she also yelled at another vehicle nearby because she did not like it. So she may only like SUVs. She may only like Japanese cars. It's unclear. Yeah. Did she think that the other vehicle was moving in on her Husky bear? Oh, maybe. Like a little yeah. bit of jealousy going Meow. on. Meow. You know? Yeah. Hmm. Meow. Nissan Pathfinder. I don't find those cars that sexy. No, my dad used to have one of those. I wonder what she thinks of like... Maybe a Subaru Outback or... No, he had a Pathfinder. Subaru is Mm. like the ultimate lesbian car. Yeah. If P-Town drives a Subaru and I'm like, dude, when you drive it... And he kind of like, as he's getting older, he's one of those men that kind of looks a little bit like a lesbian, but he's too tall to be one. But if you if you in the Subaru... I bet you there's some lesbians that are driving behind and they're like, ooh, there's a hot lesbian. Because they don't really have Volvos anymore, do they? Is that still lesbians? No, I mean, oh. Volvos still exist. <laughs> do they still Volva. exist? They... Volvos. Yeah, lesbians don't have Volvos, <laughs> don't they? 
Is that um, true? Pun That's on, true. A pun there. On yeah, yeah. No, there's Volvos. You see Volvos all around. Volvos are they like still make them. very dependable they cars. They still make them. Yeah, the Swedes. Oh. They're Swedish, right? Okay, I thought they stopped is it making Swiss? them. Swiss. But those are lesbian cars also. Volvos? Yeah, right? They're just like reliable vehicles, okay, all right. lesbians. All right, I'm sorry. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> I'm just... They don't want their cars breaking down yeah, on the side right. of the road. Right. Come on. I lesbians don't know. Got, they, the lesbians yeah. have a lot of shit to do. In a, in a day you know yeah, they got yeah. a lot of things to take care of yeah they have time for your petty foibles okay all right uh one patrolman explained to the woman that she could not be outside causing a disturbance that she needed to go inside after kissing the pathfinder several more times the woman returned to her residence so, so. if if this was your pathfinder mm. and this rotundo this is how it calmed her or like you know it, it, it made her feel calm and, and secure and just for her to kiss your car, would you care? No, I don't give a shit. I don't think I would either. Yeah. I mean, if she's like, I just want to kiss it, and I'm not going to yeah. like, you know, rub a tampon on it or something. Yeah, I, w- I wouldn't mind that. I'd be like, unless That's cool. she has like saliva, like the aliens from Aliens. Oh, that would then hurt, I wouldn't hurt like the that. true coat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that could, that could be. I wouldn't bad. like that. <laughs> but other than that, no, it's fine. You know. Also, the, apparently, the health aides aren't allowed to put their hands on this woman. Um, so she runs off often. Wait, so they can't tackle her? No. Do they have? They just like, have to chase after her and try to reason with her. Apparently, you know that's, that's weird. A great job. I always thought that they had like great. a big stick with like a net yeah, a big on the net, end. A giant <laughs> they net. could just yeah. like you know capture her. Yeah. That's that's wow. That's interesting. I didn't know that. Hmm. Huh. What about those things you can throw <laughs> that like wrap around your feet and you like? What are those called? That's the dumbest Benny Hill routine I've ever even conceived of. <laughs> A woman chasing a Nissan Pathfinder, being chased by two women with giant butterfly nets. If they're not allowed to touch her, what else can they use? Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. They probably don't want to use tasers. I can't believe they can't just like, if she's, what if she's like attacking someone? Mm. You can't just like restrain her? We wish there was something we could do. I thought they'd have them like with like a a cattle prod or something, or a stun gun or something. No. Man. You know... Nets with, a, or what are those things that they catch, capture dogs? They have a long stick with a little like lasso at the end of it. You know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah, the the. Um, what are those called? I don't know. That would be effective for yeah. you know managing a rotundo, an escaped rotundo. Yeah, I've I've seen them in porn. You know the the ones at the. <laughs> Rotundos or that device? No, the device. The device. I haven't seen rotundos. I have not. Thankfully, you're looking at these days. Yeah, no. (laughs) You know, whenever I see the escape happen at the mall, um, Mm. I just see him chasing after them. I guess I don't see them like you know manhandling them. So I don't know. Sounds like Logan's Run. Dude, sometimes the, some yeah. of those rotundos can can run very fast. Yeah. Like I'm a pretty fast runner. I think I would probably have a hard time. And th- I mean, mm. short bursts of speed because right, they're sure. not the most healthy. They're not like long distance runners, you know. All right. <laughs> anyway, I think it's a good idea to have like a Tinder for people who like to have sex with cars. Yeah, it's probably a good idea. I think so. People can send your story to Sick Around Podcast at uh, hotmail.com. Got a few phone calls to get to. 323 522 4032 is that number. Uh, before we get to our first call, though, here's a word from Adam and Eve. It's butt plug month on adamandeve.com. 
Show that you still care by bringing something new into the bedroom. And by something new, I mean a butt plug. Because if you order right now and use coupon code DIDDLE, you get 50% off your first item, a gift so sensual I can't even tell you about it on this podcast that talks about murder and bukkake, and on top of all of that, free shipping. Support Sick and Wrong by supporting our sponsor, adamandeve.com, and making a purchase with coupon code DIDDLE. That's D-I-D-D-L-E. We have a few phone calls to get to. Uh, people, remember, you call Sick and Wrong Hotline 323-522-4032. Uh, just keep it under three minutes. We'll get it, get it, get it played here on the show. Uh, the first call we have here is is a much needed follow up about that Marsh Island mute. Oh Remember yes. that story from a couple few weeks sure. ago? Was it two weeks ago? Yeah. Some guy went to this island of these like mutes and then had sex with one in like a hut surrounded by its family. Yes. Very weird story. We had a lot of questions. This guy answers those questions. All right, kids. Hi, um, this is Tony from Japan. Um, you played my Marshley's Muse Tech story the other day, and um, I have to say, Mike Hallby, one of your favorites, is probably the pinnacle of my life achievement, and we'll go on my gravestone. Um, to clear the location up, it's Marshall, as in Marshall Law. Okay. Um, can't blame you for not knowing where the Marshall Islands are. They're, the Marshall Islands are in the Central Pacific, about 8 degrees north latitude, over a couple thousand miles southwest of Hawaii. Um, oh, okay. It's out okay. there. So, so it's remote. That's where the USA the did Marshall the Marshall Island. ground nuke tests in the 40s and 50s and where they do a lot of SDI testing now. Um, that's why you're... They do a lot of SDI testing? Something. Some, some kind of t- military STI testing. SDI trend. STI testing. But not STI. Oh, okay. <laughs> he said SDI, right? Oh, okay. Although That's, they should probably do yeah. some STI testing okay. out there. If this yeah. guy's out there having sex with like the the islanders, probably. Yeah, this is like Guamish. So is Something it like, like a U.S. territory? Nah, like know. Guam? Something. Tax dollars were hard at work helping me experience these Marshallese mutes in front of their families. Um, a little trivia: Bikini Atoll is part of the Marshalls, and. Uh. That was- Ah, that's so where they, we. Yeah. yeah, that's where we tested the atomic that's bomb. That's where Godzilla was born. You know, because they tested is, the yeah. atomic bomb there, and then and there's it an woke iguana swimming by. And yeah. Next thing you know, the radiation. Yeah. It woke him up. We nuked then. Um, in those days, however, like nuclear was still considered kind of modern and cool, so they named the new swimwear after this radioactive bikini atoll. But okay, another uh, quick sex story from the Marshalls. Um, I met this girl one night who. Without any prompting from me and without a shower after an evening of, you know, sweating in the hot tropics, she, this girl, she totally licked out my asshole up to the sphincter. Um, <sighs> it felt pretty good, and it was the first and last time anyone's ever done that for me. But um, anyway, so, of course, I told the guys I worked with about, um, <laughs> and so after I... So he meets this girl. Yeah. Hadn't taken a shower. He's hot and sweaty. She licked his asshole up to the sphincter. What what does that mean? Like tongue I don't know what up that, inside? Uh, yeah, I think that's probably what he means. She stuck her tongue up yeah, inside yeah, yeah. In, his in, 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 his uh yeah, yeah, his yeah. anus. Yeah. Wow. You know what? Quick side note here. Mm-hmm. Uh I was talking to a guy at work about we were, he was watching showing this video on Instagram of this dude that shoved like a bunch of bottle rockets in his ass and mm. shot him out. Okay. So we like to look at it at work. And uh he was like he probably burned his banus. Yeah. And it's like banus. You ever heard that term? No, what is that? 
He said it's the area between the balls and the anus. It's your banus, dude. And I was like, that's the stupidest thing I've heard in a long time. It's a taint. It's a taint. It's a taint. Or I've heard the gooch. I haven't heard that. Have you heard the grundle? I haven't heard the grundle. (laughs) So there's a grundle, the gooch. That's a little fairy tale for me. I don't know. (laughs) So she must have. The saga of the grundle taint. She must have licked his grundle and then went all the way up. To yeah. the to the yeah. inside the anus. Okay. Yeah. Classy lady. Told the story. We gave her the nickname Butt Grief because you no, know, that's <laughs> obviously. Um, okay, we get it. Yeah. How my, ass, my ass was obviously pretty greasy like, the time she licked it. So. Anyway, I find out Butt Grief is engaged with other loser American guy who works was working out there, and um, the night before she got married. I happen to be over their island again trying to work this other girl. And, um, is he talking about butt grease or is he talking about the mute? I think she earned herself a nickname okay. that night, <laughs> yeah, Buck uh, Grease. So okay. everyone started calling her Buck Grease. Yeah. And it turns out <laughs> Buck Grease was engaged to another guy that they knew, which is, uh, which is funny that yeah. they wouldn't be like, hey, dude, yeah. you know she has a reputation for mm. licking out assholes up the sphincter just to let you know before you marry her? Yeah, but he might be like, yeah, why do you think I'm marrying her, idiot? You <laughs> okay, know? all right, all right, all right yeah. yeah. He's probably well aware of that. They say butt grease is hot <laughs> grew three sizes that day. Butt grease is there. She's getting jealous trying to cock-block me, so I, I pulled out my ace in the hole. I said, well, you're getting married tomorrow, so you have to leave me alone. And she's like, but Chris is like, well, I, I, I never said that, and whatever. Um, so anyway, a couple months later, um, Bud Grease and her hu- hubby are at this party um, a couple of my friends are at, and these guys both knew the Bud Grease story, but only one of them knew exactly who she was. Is she a native? I think, I don't know if she's part of the military. Okay. And she's just one of those, like, military girls that hangs out, mm. or, you know, they met at the bar. Mm. Or if she's a native yeah. of Marshall Island. Hmm. All right. And the guy who knew in his drunken excitement to tell the other guy this, um, who she was says in a way too loud voice, he's like, hey, Wills, that's butt grease. And her, her hubby is there. He hears every word, and I guess he just kind of frowned, shook his head and looked down. And um, I doubt they're still happily married, but... Oh. Anyway, Marshall Islands, particularly Kwajalein Atoll, Google Earth it uh, for what it's worth. And so you can't visit that particular atoll. It's a, it's a military restricted area. So you have to find your own personal mutant by freeze grill. Wait a minute. So we can't even go there. No, you have to yeah. be military, uh, or you could be a native. A native. Huh. So it sounds like Buckery's might be a native. Yeah, and it sounds like it's, they're. It's weird that that guy's marrying the natives. It happens. Yeah, you know? I mean, you yeah. meet one or whatever, yeah. or she can. You go to your, Vietnam, lick your anus and, clean, yeah, yeah, and so, you're like, yeah, "I'm marrying yeah. you." Right. Sounds like it. You got to marry somebody, I guess. I you don't know, know, it's funny when I hear stories something. like this, and then I hear about like there's shows like The Hills or OC or mm. whatever. Wouldn't you want to see a reality show about the Marshall Islands? I would love to see it. I would love to see yeah. that where they're just like, yeah. yeah. So, and the, you know, it's like front that, that, that like in, interview style cameras, camera angle. He's just like, yeah, Buckery's <laughs> licked my ass and three other guys' asses. Yeah. And then they interview Buckery's, and then Buckery's is like, what are you talking about? You know? Yeah. I only look at the guy. And then you have like Seinfeld moments where it's like, She's a mute mutant, <laughs> you know. Like, <laughs> this is a great show. It yeah, writes yeah. itself. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Mm-hmm. 
All right. No, oh, is that that's it? it? That's it. That's, that's it. That's all. it. That's all right. All he wrote. Well, but I gotta say thank you for that. Yeah. And I would like uh, to request more stories from Marshall Island because I'm kind of obsessed. Yeah, I am I'm too. kind of obsessed. It's an area of the world that we'll never get to see. Right. <laughs> and because we're not going to marry a native. Yeah. And I'm not going to join the military. No. So it's just that the, it's only hearsay. Yeah. We can vicariously experience this island through you. There. His name's Tony. Is it Tony? I forget. All right, but. Yeah. That guy's great. Yeah, he and I uh, definitely, uh, definitely like, to hear, yeah, I'd like oh. to hear more stories about Marshall Island Desu. in the future. All right, yeah. Uh, we got another call here. Remember the guy, the Australian? We thought he was a prison guard. Yes. It turns out he's not. But he was like, he gave us a story about an Australian prison. Yeah. He calls it's back. It's a jail, I think. To a, be jail. Fair, it Man, a jail, Maybe it was a jail. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's why I didn't even apply for the L.A. Sheriff's Department, right? Because, oh. because um, you when you're sheriffs you have to like you know man the jails wait when you're a sheriff you have to be in charge of the jail yeah the LA Sheriff's Department is in charge of all the jails in LA County what the fuck I didn't know that yeah that kind of sucks yeah it does suck so you gotta be like a prison guard slash sheriff basically Hmm. yeah so g'day boys it's uh Paul the policeman from Australia calling again uh I'm not a prison guard just thought I'd clear that up right now. I uh, thought I'd ring up and relate another story to you. I can never tell when Australian people are angry or not. Because <laughs> of the accent. Yeah, you know? yeah, it just yeah. sounds like they're so cheery, but yeah, yeah. he's not. Yeah. You know, you could tell this guy's a badass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like a Russell Crowe type of badass. Yeah. He could probably beat the shit out of both of us at the same time. With a hotel phone. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah. like knocking our teeth out. Yeah. yeah. All right. I'm getting pretty sick of listening to that fucking Batman villain. <laughs> um, you say he's sick of the Batman villain? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh man. Bad. Yeah, you don't want to get in the, the, the middle of the, the tete-a-tete bromance that, that builds between D and the Batman villain, you know? Yeah. They'll just never stop that train. Nah. So. Yeah, but I, you know, I, I've, I have had, uh, there's been a few fans that have called in that have been like, why do you play his calls? Yeah. It's like, because we have a bromance. Yeah. You know, it's like a, mm-hmm. it's a back and forth relationship. It is. So yeah. why would I just receive these calls and just, and not give back, not reciprocate? Yeah. Nah, it's not one sided love relationship. It's like Trump and the, Prime Minister of France, or whatever. Exactly. You know, you know me, yeah. 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 Me and Batman villain are yeah. like Trump and Macron. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah. This is from many years ago. Uh, we got called to a welfare check on somebody by the neighbours. Uh, got to the house, affected entry, and found the bloke was uh, dead in one of the rooms there. Had been for some time, Ooh. judging by the condition he was in. Uh, the. One of the things you'll find with people that have been dead for a while is they tend to leak fluids and this bloke had been, I can't really remember, I think he'd been getting out of the shower or something and and then died and um, so he was naked and uh, so yeah, we're sort of having a look around trying to work out what's going on and we've noticed there's a, a big blowfly as settled on the end of this guy's dick and there's this black fluid leaking out of the end of his oh jesus what is a blowfly exactly i thought he was that rapper that x-rated rapper you heard that guy yeah i have heard him I no the, the uh yeah dude. the guy that old old dirty bastard was clarence, inspired by no, clarence reed whose uh, yeah. son vernon yeah. played that uh, guitar in living color 
Oh. Yeah, Clarence mm-hmm. Reed. He's a rapper from the yeah. 70s, but yeah. it's like erotic rap. Right, yeah. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know what a, I don't know what an actual blowfly it's is. It's probably though. just one of those weird Australian insects that like fucking, you know, settles on your forehead and then eats your brain somehow. You know? Yeah, it's like one some of those yeah, one of those strange like, one of those yeah. nightmares. Okay. Seeing in the um we both sort of looking at it and at the <sighs> same time looked at each other and this fly took off and started flying around the room and we started trying to swat it at each other. And um yeah, we're starting to get a bit carried away and having a pretty good time trying to bat this fucking fly. How big do you think this? It's like yeah. an Australian insect. So I'm picturing this thing to be like, you know, two feet yeah. by like a foot, like this big ass creature. I'm thinking this this story is going to end with him accidentally shooting his partner in the head while he shooting at this <laughs> giant fly. I'm this thinking- is like this is like Fallout. You know, this is like Fallout Three. You know, it's like one of those mutant flies. I'm thinking they're trying to swat yeah. at it yeah. with like, I don't know, maybe a rolled up magazine or a mm. can of Fosters or something. And then yeah. they, one of them accidentally just stomps on the corpse <laughs> and then their foot just all yeah. stuck in the goo and yeah. the deliquescing tissue. Fly <laughs> into the other guy's face with the dick juice all over it. Oh. And um, looked out the window and this bloke's family had showed up and we're all standing out the window and all they could see was these two coppers laughing their fucking heads off, <laughs> madly waving their arms around at each other, doing some sort of weird dance. Yeah, um, oh yeah they didn't God. look terribly impressed, and it took our sergeant a fair bit of explaining to <laughs> sort of calm them back down. But yeah, managed to keep the job. So anyway, keep up the good work, fellas. Bye for now. Wow, that's hilarious. They have, yeah. like... Rotting dick tissue, yeah, all over like whatever they're trying to slap this. It is an fly. Aboriginal tradition to do the dance of penile putrefaction <laughs> when you find a corpse like that. So it, you know, I love how it it's like sense. you know it just works out well that the family arrived just in the time when the cops are sitting there like yeah. horsing around yeah. and, and on the crime scene. <laughs> Instead of like letting everything be there, they're just like. Dude, we're going to go and, like, kill the dick fly. Yeah. You know, it's like, yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Do Aussie cops have weapons? Do they have, Are they allowed to have guns? Or is it just English cops that can't have guns? Certain English cops can have guns. Um, I thought it depended on what was going on. Luther had a gun. Oh, you know? oh, okay. I'm pretty sure Luther had a fucking gun. Yeah, he probably so, did have a gun. Yeah. I just wonder if, like, the Aussies do. Yeah. And because I bet you most... I like how Luther is my baseline <laughs> for everything. I bet you most yeah. crimes, though, that occur in Australia usually tend to have drinking involved. So yeah. you're probably just trying to, like, arrest or control a drunken perpetrator or yeah. something. You know? I, I, I can't imagine them really walking around with, like, fucking full-on firearms like they do here. Mm. Maybe. Who, who knows? But you yeah, have wow. to have like two Fosters or less and you can have a gun. Yeah, and then you're allowed but, to have a gun? Yeah, yeah, I think so. <laughs> so what do you do in that situation? Why would the family show up at the crime scene yeah. to see like the rotting corpse? Well, it's not a crime scene. Like it's not crime. Yeah, the guy yeah. just died. Yeah. Still, God, man. Hmm. Yeah, that would be... I guess uh, it could be a crime scene. It sounds like something out of seven, you know? I guess it could be a crime scene. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I wonder yeah. if like the serial killer set him up. Like, mm. well, I don't know which sin this was, yeah. but... Man, so what was the thing doing? The the, the fly that they were trying to kill is just like Ugh. eating his dick. Yeah, probably. Ah. Mm-hmm. Man, oh. 
God, okay. that that's the worst kind of horsing around too. Like, could you imagine if they would have killed it and like on your back or something, and yeah. it's just like dead with like corpse tissue and dick, dick oh, snot, and just yeah. uh, whatever it is. Yeah. It's just disgusting. Oof. Anyway, thank you, Paul, for that story. Paul, the policeman, we story. we do appreciate yeah, your stories. Yeah. Some of my favorites. Uh, 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 the final story we have here, the final call actually, is uh, is uh, from a vet who's weighing in mm-hmm. on the synchronicity of menstrual cycles. Oh. You know? All right. So uh, th- this is a... Uh, we're we were kind of ta- following Yeah, about, we were talking we were about, talking about for that for a couple while. Weeks, yeah. um. Hey, guys. Um, this is Mark. I'm a, I'm a veterinarian. You guys wanted a science-type person to call in about women having their menstrual cycles line up when they live together. Um, yeah, that's something called menstrual synchrony. I think it's comforting to know that we do have people who are actually intelligent to listen yeah. to the show, <laughs> not just all lorry drivers. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you know, and like postmen or whatever. <laughs> not, not that you guys aren't intelligent. I'm just yeah. saying yeah. we have people with advanced medical degrees to listen to sick and wrong. And you know what kind of benefits postmen get? They do, actually. It's like it's not you can a bad move job. anywhere you want, you know? Yeah. And you're, you're set get, for life yeah. and you can retire early. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a, a, a good yeah. friend of mine, actually, yeah. is a postal worker in San yeah. Francisco. He's not much older than me, mm. almost going to retire. Yeah. 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 With a pension. Right. Um, it's also called the McClintock effect after the woman that originally suggested it in the 70s. And it's been proven wrong. It is. It does sound like it would happen, and it was kind of explained at the time by being due to hormonal things and pheromones and stuff like that, but it doesn't happen. It's been um, shown to be false. The reason why you can get numbers that make it look like it is a true effect it's just because of sloppy definitions about, you know, when does someone's period start? If you go to a party and ask all the women there who's having their period right now, you'll get a bunch of hands that go up, and you don't know whether they just started. Who does that? Um, this guy might. I don't know. Yeah. I don't think hey, I've ever. Hey, ladies. Yeah. <laughs> hey, who's having their period? Show yeah. of hands in here. Who's having a period? Yeah. Raise your hand. Yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. Yeah. Those are all the ladies yeah. having their period. Hey. <laughs> like, I don't know who does that. Yeah. But I think he's just using it yeah. as an example here. Uh, here's um, Montel Jordan going out to all the ladies having their period tonight. <laughs> what an all icebreaker, right. though. It's like yeah. you walk in and be like, who's having the period? Yeah. yeah. Mad props. Okay. Just finished. It's um, it's a, the time factor. Just like if you're at a party, the chances of somebody sharing your birthday are much better than you would think they would be. Anyway, um, that's it. Sorry, it does seem like it would be true, but it's not. It's been it's been understood to be not true for a long time by the science community. Anyway, hmm. uh, keep it sick, keep it wrong, and I'll talk to you later. Bye. Well, there you go. Wow, there you go. I was actually people. asking some women and, you know, I was asking my most recent ex about this and, you know, she was like, yeah, it is kind of like the alpha woman, you know, 
That's not, that's why I always saw it. It's like yeah. almost every girl I know yeah. has some kind of uh, story from a, per- a personal anecdote about like her period or someone else's period mm. regulating or synchron- yeah. synchronizing with theirs. And so I always just kind of assumed it's true. But this guy's saying it's kind of like a folktale, yeah. like coincidence. Huh. And that's, that's just how it works. I guess if there's no hard data, yeah, you know. Maybe mm. we should ask Bill Nye or something or right. Neil deGrasse Tyson. Like those guys, yeah. they're the authorities. Wouldn't they know this? Maybe Sir He's Richard Dawkins. He's an astrophysicist, dude. Yeah, Neil but I'm just saying, I bet you he has an opinion okay, right. on uh, mm. the synchronicity of menstrual cycles. Mm. But this guy knew the name, you know, the McClintock effect. I, yeah, he I'd never know, heard that yeah. before. So I'm thinking, yeah. I agree with him. I mean, that sounds so official. <laughs> that really know? does sound official, yeah. Compared to uh, yeah. whoever, was that girl that called in last week that was like, yeah, all 80 of the women like, all had the periods at the same time. Yeah. I don't know about that. Yeah. I kind of agree with this guy with the McClintock effect. Okay. You know, I mean, it sounds pretty mm-hmm. official. I also feel like this guy probably is the type to go into a party and ask all the women. Right. Are you having your period? Hmm. I don't know. Do you think he's into Red Wings? No. No? You don't no. think he's into that? I don't think so. I don't Are you think into so. that? No. I've never no? done it. I've never You've done never it. done that? No, I've never done it. I've, I've I, d- actually, you know what? I I've might done have done it by, it by accident. Drunk, I by might accident. have done it by yeah, accident. Yeah. yeah, now that I remember, now that I think on it, I might have done it. But it's um, not something I like yeah. do on purpose. Yeah. You know? Uh, I don't know. This guy might, he might make it work, you know? Yeah, ladies maybe. find science sexy now you know <laughs> I know yeah. that's the one thing like is science has actually kind of become a sexy thing yeah you know I bet you Stephen Hawking knew the answer to this right too late now too late now too late now the McClintock effect the McClintock Jesus. effect yeah yeah Huh. Anyway, thanks for weighing in on that, clearing that up. I was wondering, I mean, I, I, I thought it was some kind of weird, like like the Coriolis effect or something, like some kind of weird natural phenomenon. Yeah. But apparently it's not. It's just, uh, it's like a folktale. Yeah. So it's yeah. like one of those things where it's like sometimes women are having their period and sometimes they think it's Baron Stain Bears, you know? <laughs> Baron That's, Stain Bears. Yeah, they yeah. don't know. <laughs> We don't know. We're not sure. That's so. a good like suit or like yeah. a euphemism for right, it. Yeah. Getting the barren stains right now. Yeah. <laughs> My pants better yeah. put a tampon. <laughs> uh, anyway, call Cigar on Hotline 323-522-4032. We did get one email to the Cigar on Podcast at Hotmail.com address. Uh, this uh, comes in from Big M. An Australian here. Yeah. He says, hey, Dean Harrison, the guy that phoned in talking about his encounter with Marsh people was referring to the Marshall Islands. Mm. It's technically an independent nation way out in the Pacific between Hawaii and Australia that is so poor and tiny that it has leased most of its territory to the U.S. Department of Defense, mm. who uses, uses it as a base and a testing ground. Okay. And include a Wikipedia link to it. Too little, too late, big cheese. Yep. You know? There you go. Yeah. Also, D, I've heard you speak about Hitler's single testicle and micropenis. Hmm. But I don't think I've heard you on the latest revelation that he was obsessed with, wait for it, poo sex. Do you know that? No. I never heard that one. Uh, that is at least according to a recently unearthed document from the U.S. Office of Strategic Services uh, by way of the U.K.'s most re- Reputable newspaper here, The Sun. Uh, apparently, Adolf Hitler had a disgusting sexual fetish, uh, according to a top-secret spy report. This is in the sun.co.uk, okay? So <laughs> take yeah. that how you will. Uh, Let's the, not kink-shame the yeah. Fuhrer, all right? <laughs> the but, Nazi sure. leader yeah. 
uh, had bedroom habits uh, that included a love of poo sex, claims a dossier from the U.S. Office of Strategic Services. I got to say, the U.K. loves these steamy dossiers, don't they? Yeah. God. And they all have to involve some kind of excretory function. Yeah. Uh, The intelligence document says he liked women to stand over him and defecate because he was turned on by their poo. Okay. Have you ever heard this? No, I no, haven't. Never, I don't think it's true. I, you yeah. know, I wonder too. Yeah. It also revealed... I don't the, think he was that sexual, to be I, honest. I don't think so yeah. either. And from what yeah. I've heard, it's like he's just... Yeah. I mean, I, th- I think he he was on a lot of drugs. Yeah. I know that. And I think a lot of people that are on a lot of drugs aren't that sexual because I think it kind of depresses your, yeah, your yeah. sexuality, your libido. Yeah. You know, mm. I don't see him like... You know, Ava, you know, shit on my face. Yeah. Maybe. I'd like to think he was into that, but I don't think so. Uh, It also revealed that Fuhrer had a micropenis, and as the famous song suggests, only one testicle. It revealed he he liked to be brutally kicked by women as part of his sex games. Maybe this should be a special historical feature for your shit story segments. Uh, Harrison, you're doing a bang-up job. Keep it up, mate. Yours from Australia, Big M. Well, you know what I heard? I heard Winston Churchill liked to suck horse cock. You know? Did he? No. But whatever. <laughs> I, we just say anything, you know? Well, that, that's what I'm yeah. saying. It's like, I feel like, not that I'm trying to dispute the authenticity yeah. of the piss dossier with Trump, but I feel like Trump's kind of falling in the same category as Hitler in the mm. sense where it's like, we're just going to fabricate some like insane stories about this person to defame them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, You know, it's like whatever we can say to defame this person, ridicule this person, whether it's kink shaming mm. or saying he's into like, you know, he has a micro penis, we're going to come up with this. And I feel like Trump has kind of, kind of gotten yeah. the same territory. It's like, he's a loathsome individual. Don't get me wrong. Right. But, you know, I don't know. Does he have a micro penis? Does he like yeah, women to OSS piss all over him? Yeah, also responsible for propaganda. Yeah. And let's not forget that OSS also became S.H.I.E.L.D., which then became HYDRA. Exactly. So, yeah. So think about that. Think about that, guys. Yeah. Okay. And can you really trust HYDRA? No. I doubt it. But thank you, Big M. Hail HYDRA. <laughs> <laughs> People, the uh, best way to support the show, hands down, is becoming a sick and wrong patron. Uh, we are uh, we're, we're, uh, posting a lot of bonus content these days. A lot of bonus content. Great, great, terrific bonus content. Um, some of the best bonus content yeah. you'll see of any Patreon pages. Uh, we do one extra news story. We also do a few extra Patreon-only phone calls. So just go to patreon.com slash sickandwrong, sign up today, and get some of this terrific, amazing, marvelous bonus and, content. And a hearty thank you, thank you, thank you to our patrons that have been taking in this content and giving us money for it. It's actually um, very cool because yeah. we've, we've been able to do uh, a, few, a few new things that we've been waiting to do. Like one, start this uh, Twitch feed. Yeah. That's kind of cool. That's a new thing we're going to be uh, doing going forward. I'm trying to actually get it. So well, right now we're just, we've just been doing it live and then it's going to be archived on there. Um, but what I, I'm trying to do it so we can actually have both of us in the camera at the same time, like split like screen. split screen, yeah. And audio so we can also hear the fucking phone calls in the video. Without me having to do sync sound bullshit that takes forever. But that requires so, uh, purchasing a lot of new yeah, hardware. Yeah. So thank you for your support on that. Because, yeah. Uh, it's going to make the show better. So yes, we appreciate indeed. that. Sick and Wrong. Uh, Patreon.com slash Sick and Wrong. Also, you can buy uh, some Sick and Wrong merch here at the Red Bubble store. Just sickandwrongpodcast.com slash store. Click on the picture of the Pope. Finally here, Sick and Wrong song of the week. I'm going to dedicate this to uh, all the women right now in Ireland that can get abortions. 
Yeah. Did you read about that? Top of the abortion to you. Top of the abortion to you. Congratulations yeah. on that vote. I'm actually mm-hmm. quite stunned. I did not think it was going to happen. But voters mm-hmm. in deeply Roman Catholic Ireland, by a two-to-one margin, support to repeal a 1983 constitutional ban on abortions. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's pretty amazing. Like Almost 62% uh, voted, uh, yeah, let's pro-choice. Yeah, there you go. Didn't think that was going to happen. I was reading that uh, a lot of uh, people that couldn't uh, go back, couldn't afford to go back to Ireland to vote, people were sponsoring them. Hmm. Like they were paying for their flights to go back from other areas around the world to go back to Ireland just to vote for this. Wow. I was also reading that pro-life churches in the, U- in the U.S. were uh, sending out protesters to protest at all the voting, uh, voting areas. Damn. Yeah, so it was, uh, it was quite contentious, but uh, you know, it was almost like a revolution here. You know, women uh, in Ireland, in order to get abortion in Ireland, it's a, it's a criminal offense. So if you get caught getting abortion, it carries up to 14 years behind bars. Yeesh. So thousands of women make a trip abroad to England. You have to go on vacation to England yeah. to have an abortion. I've been on that ferry. It's a fun ferry. Let me Is it tell the you. abortion ferry? Yeah. Well, it's the ferry from, from Ireland to Wales um, because it's like they got a duty free. So it's like people going to have abortions, people who are just on the ferry just to buy like cheap booze and smokes, you know, and it's a, it's a blast. That's it. That, I got to say, that's a good combination. Yeah, you got yeah, cheap booze, you yeah. got a bunch of loose women. Yeah. It's like, this sounds like a perfect it's holiday fantastic. for you. It's fantastic. It's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Well, now you don't even need Love to travel it. anymore. Yeah. You know, now you can do it in, yeah. uh, in, uh, in Ireland. So uh, congratulations on that. Uh, we're going to dedicate this song called Kill the Fetus by Isham. Isham was like a satanic rapper from Detroit. I've seen him a few times. This guy's great. Okay. It's a song about encouraging drug-addicted pregnant women to have abortions. Uh, this guy um, was known for his hallucinogenic style of hip-hop, which he refers to as acid rap. All right. Yeah, pretty interesting. So the song's called Kill the Fetus, and it's dedicated to uh, Ireland. So congratulations on uh, being able to get abortions now. People will be back next week with episode uh, 637. Till then, take it sleazy. Mother Earth is pregnant for the third time. Well, y'all have knocked her up. I have tasted the maggots in the mind of the universe. I was not offended, for I knew I had to rise above it all or drown in my own shit.
running for his life. The baby's premature. The mother is a whore. Got to play with suicides on what you waiting for. I think I heard a kid, but that's a normal state. Jab a hanger in your asshole until your water breaks. You better use some caution. Give it yourself an abortion. That's the only way to solve a suicide solution. So here's my contribution. My suicide solution. You play the game of death, but then you can't win for losing. You wonder if you win this, or should you kill the fetus? Life is just a waste, so then you oughta just delete this. Problem to society, society's a problem. My suicide solution is a 38 revolver. I'm your problem solver. Your life is full of horror. Suffer more today and suffer that Vagina tissues torn, your pussy's kinda worn I think I oughta warn, if you're having a newborn You're in the wrong perspective, there is one contraceptive Your MPT is positive, so you can't let that baby live It's just another embryo attached to an umbilical You can let that baby grow, but I kill it though It's then that I heard the God man, the daddy, the heard the God man. Almost sounds like he's having like a seizure or something. Okay, right. All right. 